Quick snippet. Snippet. What's going on, Conover? Joining uh, me again. Yeah. It's good to be here again, and it's weird to hear you so well right now. Uh, we're trying a different mic setup for this quick snippet for just the two of us, and uh, it's a mic that allows us to listen to each other. Fine, finally. Yeah, you might um, remember us talking about us getting a new microphone. Um, you could probably tell that you're not just hearing either of us in one ear. That we're both so in stereo, better. but we each only have one earphone in yeah, right now. I just want to put an earplug so in, dude. This I is don't know. so much better. Oh I don't know God. if you could still tell the pan that he's on my left and I'm on his right, but I think so. I think it works that way. Anyway. Um, so yeah, New Year's goal. We got to make this move to make this permanent to where we can always be plugged in while we record. Because this is just such a better experience already. I think it would be just as simple as getting a splitter for the... Cause oh, that's a, true, too. If we end up liking how it comes out with this mic, yeah. We yeah, because there's, yeah. there's a regular You're so headphone. Smart. You're so smart. <laughs> there's a regular <laughs> headphone input right on the back of the microphone. Get a and, splitter! But this is, this is working fine, because, again, especially for when we have guests... Like, they don't, they'll either be, or well, I guess in most cases, they just talk too quietly. And even I'll try to move the mic closer, or just tell them to talk louder. For me, there's always a mic intimidation. I don't know if our guests deal with that at all. Maybe that's what it is, too. I definitely had an intimidation of the mic when we first started. And even when we we do tell people, oh, you gotta be a little bit louder, or move it closer, sometimes they'll get it. And talk louder, but then when they get in their train of thought, they revert. Forget about it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And because we're not able to monitor it, then it just kind of goes to me in editing to kind of boost. And then, you know, you're also boosting the white noise and all that bullshit. So, we are now using this microphone. Mm Mm-hmm. So, to start us off, I hear you had an interesting day. Yeah, I had a rough day today, dude. As I I was telling your dad, your dad stopped by a little bit before, as you know, and uh, I was talking to him, and, you know, he just asked me how shit's going, how the job's going and everything, and I was like, well, overall, I'm doing pretty damn well, but today, in particular, not so good, and he was like, what's good? Well, first job of the day, mind you, first damn job of the day, I wasn't even there for 10 minutes. I'm getting something off the back of the van, and I always make sure to keep my back facing the uh, back of the van, so if the door decides to swing shut, which I've noticed they tend to do if a nice gust of wind comes through, I, you know, I get hit in the ass or something like that, and, you know, it's nothing to worry about, but today I'm getting something off the van. He likes getting hit on the ass. Yeah, you know it, dude, (laughs) just fucking right on there. So, I'm getting something off the van, and I turn around to walk away from the van, and obviously you can see where this is going. As soon as I turn around, a gust of wind comes through, swings the door, and absolutely fucking wally lops me right in the side of the face. Like, my cheek isn't even swollen, I don't think, but there is an actual knot on what feels like what would be my jawbone. 
Like, it, and, and it, it's terrible. It hurts to talk. It hurts to the touch. So I should stop touching it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, all I want to do is lay on the opposite side and put ice on it. So I think I'm going to do that. Like, it was, it was a rough one. And then I had to drive... For you New Jersey people, you'll get this. I had to drive all the way from Monroe to Brooklyn, right back to Monroe after I did that. So we're talking a good hour, and that's with or without traffic, a good hour to like the heart of Brooklyn to pick up a check. And um, they had to do it all the way back to go back down to Monroe for some stupid-ass shit that it'll, you know, no point in even getting into the details of such, but just some dumb-ass shit that somebody else should have taken care of a long time ago. So it was just one of those days where it didn't feel like it was going to end. I was with Pedro today, who doesn't speak a lot of English, and I've been trying to learn some a little bit of Spanish to try to talk to these guys a little more because they're great dudes, and I want to be able to communicate with them better, especially Pedro. He's this old guy, but I tell you what, man, he works better than all of us. Like, he is a fucking mule, man. And um, so I've been trying to, you know, trying to talk to this dude. He's a nice guy, and I was with him today, and we communicate a little bit, but just sitting in the van, listening to mainstream radio music, mm. not much to talk about, and when we do, it's tough to understand each other. Just a fucking, just a long day. Just a long day. Which is ironic, because you actually got home pretty early. Relatively <laughs> speaking. Yeah, really. But, you know... But, I mean, hell, I got home at 2 o'clock the other day, 3 o'clock yesterday, I think. So, you know, season's starting to wind down, but we've definitely got some jobs that are going to be very isolated, I think, over the next couple months. Like, I went on an estimate today for a new pool, and um, we're looking to do it, and hopefully... Someone who wants to put in a brand Yeah, new brand, brand new pool. Yeah, good, good point. Uh, so, they want to dig a hole and everything, so brand new. And if we can't do it by the end of 2016, we're going to do it spring 17, but Walt, my boss, straight up said, if we have nice weather in December, we're going to get it done in December. So I guess I'm going to be working at least per diem in December, which is fantastic. Because uh, I don't know how this whole... snow. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it'd be nice to work. Obviously, I like working. But at the same time, I- I'm getting to my end of this season. Like, well, it's I- I'm not, winding it's also, down. It's not like I don't have shit for you to do for all real. That's you the know? thing, too. It'd be nice to fucking do something <laughs> else like with my time for a little bit, dude. I've just... This is all I've been doing with my time, you know. I mean, six days a week. And the one day I have off is usually at mom's doing laundry. Mm. Like, I don't have time for anything else. I just washed my car for the first time in, it's like embarrassing to admit, probably like six months. Like, I haven't X'd off a day in my calendar since like June, I think. (laughs) Oh my god, just putting stuff off, putting stuff off, putting stuff off. Just no time to do anything, so... I'm getting I'm getting to the end of the season. It's, I'm not giving in. I'm not throwing in the towel. There's too much potential that I've talked about before, um, and you know, upcoming. So I, I'm not throwing in the towel on the job completely. But the season's definitely gotta gotta go. And I don't remember if we specifically talked about this, but when you say the season, um, you're referring to the fact that he lays you off and. Yeah, he um, what he does is at the end of the quote season, uh, which usually runs, if I understand correctly, about the beginning of uh, beginning of March till usually about mid November, because uh, one of my coworkers the other day actually brought up how he's going to tell Walt that he's going on unemployment pretty soon, and I didn't know that it was just like that. Like he was just like, I'm going to tell him I'm done working, and I was just like, oh. Okay, so does that mean I have to tell him I'm done working? Or is he at some point going to say, look, there's no more work to keep you on official payroll. I'm going to let you go. 
uh, let you collect unemployment and then pay you per diem if I ever need you just to do something. And that could that could honestly be going to his house and like carrying shit from his basement to the trash can. And he would just pay us per day for some dumb shit like that. Wait, so, I mean, it, it'd be a good situation to be collecting unemployment, and getting so that, cash per diem. That's the, the original plan is yes. to work, the, work on payroll for the season, mm-hmm. get laid off, and then collect unemployment. And he brings us back. Yeah, and he said, you know, obvi- oh, this is back to my interview. He said, even if everything goes well and you stick around and everything, I'd bring you back end of February, beginning of March of next season. And I mean, it's, it's a lot more than that. Now I'm going to conventions for certifications. I might be going to Vegas for the fiber, uh, for fiber tech Ooh. might be going to Texas for fiber tech. Vegas. Definitely going to be an AC for three weeks or so doing the Harris pool at some point. So, I mean, it went from like, I might not, these guys thinking I wasn't going to make it a week to me getting like certified mm-hmm. and shit <laughs> <laughs> like being promised the raise being promised this that and the other so i just got to make sure he pulls through on it and i don't expect he won't but for in the meantime it's just kind of sucks just waiting and waiting Playing and the waiting game, and, yeah, yeah exactly so we'll keep our fingers crossed for that yeah uh you were also here the other day when uh, you popped in that was last halfway. week already would you believe that yeah that was a week ago today already <laughs> I probably in. walked in at this right at this time, just about. Yep, pretty much. Um, yeah, and wow. we were we were halfway through the episode. If you haven't listened, which you definitely should, it's oh, probably yeah. a, our most interesting episode. Every time I post about a new episode, now it's just like they're just getting better and better. Yeah, just getting better and better. Um, but my brother, my older brother, was the guest, and we don't really talk about stuff, so it was interesting to. Just have him, him and me, one-on-one, just talking. Um, I mean, you missed the very awkward beginning, um, <laughs> which you would is you could hear in the podcast, but it's uh, differently, dip, but it's different when you're right here and you can see yeah. the, the look on each other's faces. Uh. Um, <laughs> What's, uh, just generally, what was your take, I mean, in terms of interactions between brothers? Well, as we discussed on there, it was something to hear how differently we grew up, even though we both come from a family of three siblings and everything, and I've I've got my half-brother out in Colorado, but he wasn't really a big part of my childhood, so I mean, that you know, I count him as my brother, but... Not as part of my childhood, I'll say. Mm. Uh, so it was just crazy to hear. It's just such a difference, man. And okay. like, well, but you guys are closer now. You talk, in... yeah, de- yeah. Um, just because I didn't talk to him at all when I was younger. Like, was that we're... a conscious thing? Or no, not at all. Not okay. at all. That was just circumstantial, completely circumstantial. No, no. I mean, the fact that you guys are close now is that was that a conscious thing that oh, we weren't close? Nah. Now? Nah, and I don't think it was on his end either. It was like, oh, Facebook friends? All right, we're... Gotcha. And then we just kind of, like, started here and there, so... Uh, but, yeah, it was wild to hear such a difference in... I mean, obviously, everybody's different. Families are different. Everybody's got their own dysfunction and everything. But hearing yours specifically compared to mine specifically, being as friendly as we are and as close friends as we are... To hear how differently we came up was definitely something, you know, I've thought about it before, but definitely not in such detail and in such depth. And to have the third party being your brother, somebody who could not only, 
you know, vouch for what you're saying, but attest to what you're saying made it even more powerful. Like, wow, like shit is, you know, just because it's all fine at my house might not be good at this house might, might not be good at that house. And that's a naive thing to think. And I'm not saying that was the assumption beforehand, but I had never had it so deliberately spelled out to me as I did when I popped in and we had that conversation. So, um, that was definitely enlightening. Enlightening would definitely so be the word. more so because of what we were talking about or the way we were talking to each other? No, definitely more so the content of the childhood. Um, mm-hmm. You know, no spoilers if you haven't listened already. But uh, definitely the specific content. But with that said, since you asked, um, seeing the interaction between you and your brother is a lot different between me and my brothers as well. Because you and your brother are a lot more... Uh, I'll use the word friendly. Again, me and my brothers have a much more functional relationship, which is odd because I come from a closer family and I come from a family that was brought up more close knit. So it's really weird that to see that you and your brother will just be like hitting each other up just for bullshit. And I have to try to do that with my brothers and like it, you know, I'll text a brother and be like, yo dude, you know, diesel nationals next weekend, you're trying to go and hold me back and just be like, word let me know the details and that's like the end of the conversation unless one of us hits the other one up about said details Mm -hmm. so it was really cool to see you two like be able to carry a conversation and it wasn't awkward by the time i got here so so it was really cool to see that definitely before that it was um and the interesting thing is like yeah you, you say we could hit each other up that's recent that's definitely you know i seem to be the most um isolated or feel the most isolated in the family uh i mean you know my sister's just fresh out of college so she's still young she's still uh in that whole stage of life and my brother just as his personality is uh very independent socially i'd say we're both independent but i'm i'm more of the kind of person who likes to have people around and 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 get uh closer and connect to people in general um but so that's interesting because i always think of it like you know the people who have closer families are the ones who are joking around and stuff right not to say that you know that there are not there's just like you said just our two types of family (laughs) um you know i think about uh my one friend uh, Kristen and her family who are really close and very you know they joke around a lot and they get goofy with each other and stuff and again not to say that they don't have their own shit but it's right. just a different type of family and, and just specifically talking about their interactions and so I mean I think you would have probably a little bit different to say if you were if you were here for the beginning but fair enough it's um enough. I guess maybe the fact that you guys have had or have been close all this time, it's kind of past or deeper than just pleasantries, which is almost Mm, not, you know, not that my brother and I weren't being honest with each other or, or we're holding back or anything like that, but just because we don't ever really talk, I mean, this is probably the third or fourth time that we've ever hung out in our adult lives without it being something that we're meeting for for the family family dinner Mm. or 
you know, my dad texts me, Matt's coming home, so we're going to have dinner. Something like that. Something that just is on our own. Maybe four or five times. Yeah, um, I mean, me and my brothers, will, we, we try to do those things, but we can tell that we're trying to do them. But we just accept it. We embrace it. And it's just like, you know what? If it takes us, like, having to not force it, because it's not forcing. And we have a great time when we're hanging out. But it's getting to that part of, like, being like, yo, I'm going to go camping this weekend with dad. You know, you're trying to roll roll with or something like that. And it's like, hell yeah. Like, but it'll take a long, it's not that it'll take a long time to happen, but it's it's definitely special occasions, I'd say, that I end up hanging out with my brothers. But you um, also have, you also have uh, less, spe- maybe not less special, but more informal events definitely you definitely know, we have a party for friggin everything dude it's ridiculous yeah, <laughs> you, have, you have you have a bigger uh maybe not necessarily bigger because i have a big family too but most of them don't live around here so you, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in your family around so mm-hmm. you know you have gift a, and a curse for sure <laughs> you have a party for this person's birthday that person's uh, and everybody's birthday. there <laughs> and yeah and so you guys meet a, a lot so that kind of thing about how you can just go and be casual and just hang out uh, is is more the thing that we don't do. Like mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you know we go out to these dinners, like I said, you know, Matt, we we all met at my parents' house when Matt got back from his trip, uh, his, his European trip. Again, you should listen to the episode to hear about it. Um, and. He, like, it's not that we don't talk, but I mean, we're not, it's not like hanging out like you would in the traditional sense. It's just kind of being there and, and there's not necessarily an awkwardness to avoid, but it, because it comes naturally to talk that, that way mm-hmm. when we're there, but it's not like we're going to have any of those conversations just, you know, hit each other up and talk and whatever. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that for sure. And like yeah. I said, bef- before these past f- handful of times, if we weren't in those situations, dinner at mom's, going out for sister's graduation, something like that, then we literally didn't talk. We didn't have any communication in between those. And we, ta- you know, we talked about that. My brother and I talked about that and why he thinks that is what i think that is and stuff like that but now that we are starting to go down that road there's so much and i mentioned in the description online of arp 14 that it was going to be the first of a a series i don't know if it's going to be two or three or it might be more who knows of me and uh, my brother, me and my sister, the three of us, obviously. Yeah, that'll be, be dope. Yeah, yeah obviously yeah. you'll be there when you can. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as guests, them too. Uh, because there's just so much that we didn't get into. And part it was partly... I wish my brothers could handle this. Because wouldn't <laughs> that be something, dude? Well, maybe oh they'll hear this. And, uh, yeah, decide. maybe this will be the one finally, <laughs> because like that would, that would be something, but I, yeah. they don't have the patience. I, I, I wish they could, 
just grab a little bit of my life and see what I like to do with it and be like, all right, let me give it a shot. I grab a piece of their lives and a little fiber of what they like and latch on to it every bit I can just to be a part of their lives. Yeah, and, and then nice when just you get some reciprocation. Yeah, and then when you have Aunt Whoever's party, then you just have more to talk about. Hell yeah. Stuff. But um, the main thing, uh, we could have gone on that day for probably another hour or two. Easily. Uh, but he had to catch a train, so it got cut off. We didn't even get to some of the things that I wanted to get to. We had advertised the episode talking about how he'd just come off his European trip, and um, we we started off talking about that. We started off talking about cultures, but the and the, the process of that. But even a lot about the trip we didn't get into. Mm-hmm. There was an incident. I won't. We'll we'll let him tell it. But there was an yeah. incident yeah, on definitely. his last show where all their shit got stolen and we didn't even get to talking about that and and his thoughts and his perspective on things like that you know the whole uh the 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 big picture and how he sees those kind of things those are things i'm interested in and i just don't uh, in, in learning about him and i just just because i don't know um then there was there's just a lot of stuff about what we do with our time and what we have done with all the time that we weren't really talking all just all that kind of stuff just to learn who we are is um something i'm really excited about and something that is the fact that we have this platform to do it on air is i think really cool so i'm definitely definitely looking forward to that yeah, and he should, He doesn't have any mic shyness. He's in a band, so <laughs> he actually does. does he actually he? when he's the when he started. I mean, you can't hear it because I cut out a lot of the silences. But mm-hmm. there was times where he'd be like, "Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> well, that ain't gonna cut it. And I mean, you know, <laughs> quite clean, literally, I, I cleaned it up just because it was you. You know, so you don't think it was something wrong with your fucking iPod or whatever. Just Why to... is my CD skipping? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he definitely had a little bit of... Uh, he definitely had to get into it. Uh, he, ha- having done this now, what, 20-something times, 20, maybe almost 30. And we're coming in on 30. If we're, if we're including... not at 30, we're coming in on 30. Yeah, including the quick snippets. Yeah. Uh, we're... we're find it a little easier to my just public jump school right education says f- arp 14 times quick snippet twos <laughs> would be 28 oh, interesting. so yeah yeah <laughs> don't forget we skipped one yeah ARP, we totally do we don't yeah. have i don't think we have do we have seven quick snippets is this i think this is yeah i knows? think yeah that was a yeah um, well you know what we're getting there <laughs> And uh, I'm really, I'm super happy that we uh, hit, not only, uh, the goal was to hit 300 followers on Instagram by whatever, I think it was two days ago, by the end of the day, and, or no, I wanted, all I wanted was 275, we had hit 250, and I was like, let's hit 275, and by the end of the day, we had over 300, and Nugans. you know not that we're not that we're bragging and not that we're saying that the followers are are a, a sign of wealth 
so whatever the definition of wealth yeah Uh, okay internet wealth there we go but just the fact that people are responding to what we're doing things like that you know there was one uh the arp14 went up on itunes and allreally.com before the youtube video had uploaded so I put out a, a post that it was up on iTunes and, and allreally.com, and that got like 30 likes in five minutes. And then I put up another post, just and these are just announcements. These are just the announcements of new episodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, within however long, we've got over 50 likes on that now. And so it's really, it's just really, really nice to start seeing some, some, it's not, you know, the the trickling of people is becoming is 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 becoming more of a flow. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, a lot of times we'll get a bunch of followers and the numbers will go up, but it's accounts that are following just to try to get you follow back. So yeah. they'll follow you for two days and then unfollow you. And I think we have a lot more organic followers now. Definitely. And I mean, that's important to me just because. I post what I post because I think it's uh, important stuff. And so if more people are getting that stuff, then that's good, whether or not they are listening to the podcast. I hope they are. Um, my friend was just talking about, uh, or our friend, you know, K-Rav. Oh, word. Yeah. Uh, somebody who I'm trying to get on That'd as be... one of our next guests. Because be he had just started... Uh huh. Something you can go check it out on Facebook, uh, or their website brochill dot com, or just search brochill on Facebook. It's kind of a a bro bible type thing. Um, anything bro related, but it's a little bit more like he's a smart guy. He's very uh, intellectual guy. Mm-hmm. So it's more like mm-hmm. they have an article on the musical Hamilton. Oh. Uh, and there's no, there wasn't much there because he had told me about it just when they launched. And but it's it's cool that not only are other people starting to get wind of what we're doing, but there's also we're learning of other people who are out there doing the same kind of thing, starting their own thing, whatever that may be. Um, so I think that would be really great. Yeah, I'd really like to hear his uh, how. The similarities and differences between our projects, our mindsets, what we're trying, our goals, things like that, um, and just be good to catch up with the damn kid. Yeah, he was someone who lived with me in that frat house, my first house after moving out and moving off campus, where I met. Good old Kenny, mm. good old Andrew Conover, and we never looked back. Andy Hands, man. Mm. And that's one of the potential new guests, and the other would be another one of a, our mutual friends from Ryder, some, another one of my roommates from that house, yeah. as well as the house after that. Uh, so, Steve Alpert, a.k.a. This Dad, you, Pop. calling you out. <laughs> Get um, on here with us. Uh, yeah, we just We can to... just talk about GoPros all the time. Leave Lutch out. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm happy to learn. Exactly. I don't, I don't, need, to, exactly. I don't need to be the one commandeering the conversation. Um, so, yeah, KRAF and Stevie Alps. Let's get on it. Hopefully. Um, I also want to just put out a little, hopefully, I get this out before the weekend, a little self uh, promotion 
This weekend, November 4th through the 6th, is the Atlantic City Tattoo Expo, another convention. So we will have a, or my father and I will have a booth there for his laser tattoo removal practice. Safe and Gentle Tattoo Removal. You can check uh, out the website at safeandgentletattooremoval.com. The same way that I run the All Really Instagram and Facebook, I also run those for Safe and Gentle. So if you go uh, search Safe and Gentle Tattoo Removal on Facebook, we have a page there. We're also at Safe and Gentle on Instagram. Again, same kind of thing. Thing, same kind of posts, uh, but just relevant to that thing. And if you're attending the uh, the convention, please come and say hello. I would guess def- who gets to attend? Yeah, the co-host of the All Really Podcast. He will be Me. there. So, yeah, we'd love to. And my brother's gonna be there Saturday. I'm gonna try to hook up with him and his friend who's doing tattoos all weekend. He let me know Paul's got some spots open still, so I mean, I might sneak in there on one of the days, so we'll see. And there's a lot of artists who do, it's not all appointments, you know. Exactly, yeah. yeah. People who just go in and are ready to do whatever. And since I know the dude, obviously, he could squeeze me in if if he can, you know, if he can make it happen. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's at Bally's Hotel and Casino. If you've never been to a tattoo convention, it's really a fun time. Uh, I think I put we put up some stuff on uh, for all really yeah, from the last convention, definitely. so you can check out some of that stuff. Again, the whole th- oh, there's a lot of stuff on uh, the safe and gentle Instagram, and um, that's probably the next time we'll be talking to you a lot before our next episode. Sounds about right. I just wanted to check in with you. We know we kind of robbed you. Uh, we only had an hour and a half. You remember when we struggled to make an hour yeah, and a half episode? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And even even like even for quick snippets, it's like you know checking the clock every now and again. But I have no idea, and it's just it just comes out now. And that's what I'm talking about. Like that's why they're just getting better and better because we're, we're not. Better, yeah, better. yeah. And that's nothing to say the guests are getting better and better. The conversations and just honestly, just the um, the structure and everything has just gotten so much better as we've gone along. We found we our practice, legs. For yeah, sure. yeah, we've got a sea legs under us. Yeah, Karaf. I asked him to come be a guest, and he asked what the topic was, and I was like, uh, "Oh, we don't do topics." And he's like, "Oh, I listened to some of the earlier episodes, and there." And I was like, "Yeah, it's a lot yeah. different." It's After a lot we different. Uh, talked about what addiction and basic psychology and philosophy, we were like, "Oh shit, we can't do this." We're not as smart as we think we are. <laughs> no, I totally am. Humility. We take a step <laughs> back and uh, realize we're better off trying to learn instead of trying to teach. That's and a good point. That's that good. hopefully we. Uh, we are really not you and I. They are really dudes. Hopefully, we as a unit would be more informative than you and I trying right. to teach. Right. Right. So, um, speaking of humility, before we go, I just want to vent a little bit about uh, the former. It's not official, but careful f- now. <laughs> careful now. Oh, shit, you don't listen to this shit. That, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. 
the former, this my former partner slash subordinate, who I tried not to treat like a subordinate and be respectful and treat like a team member, um, I guess didn't know how to stay in his own lane. And basically, long story short, he was working a new job um, and he his position with Safe and Gentle was kind of uh, loosely defined, but uh, he was there helping... Um, and he was getting paid to do the conventions, and he also had a bunch of tattoos that he wanted to remove, and so he was getting all of his tattoo treatments done for free. I'm thinking... What? What's the average session, Adam, cost? Uh, it depends, but the minimum is 150 a session. Mm, interesting. And, and so most people that we've seen so far... Uh, tend to be somewhere between 250 and like 400 a session. But um, there's a lot of factors that go into determining how much a session costs and how many sessions you'll need for a full treatment. Um, uh, if you Google the Kirby Desai scale, or you can go on to safeandgentletattooremoval.com slash how it works, and uh, you'll see how we determine that. Um, but yeah, he was there. Was let me count. He had one, two, three, four, five, six at least, if I'm not forgetting any, six tattoos that he was getting removed. And um, I think he had four or five sessions for six tattoos. Uh, so if we're just calling those the minimum, that's 150 a session times six times five. 4,500. So that's that. Right. Anyway, he was, um, but again, he was, his, but again, his position in our company was kind of loosely defined. He already had a full-time job and then he'd gotten a new job. And uh, he had let us know that he wasn't sure exactly of his availability for the uh, upcoming AC convention. He told us that his fiance was getting tattooed, and so for whatever day that was, he would have to watch his two kids. You know, and so we're like, all right, fine, just let us know what's going on, whatever, whatever. And meanwhile, I'm kind of not that aggressively trying to find some people who would just be down to come and help out. I had, we, we have a number of exhibitor passes, uh, so may as well use them. If people want a free pass to the convention, then, you know, me, they, you know, they could come and help out a little bit, just, and, 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 just be in the convention, do whatever they want, and if we need them, then you know, Yo, can you stay safe here for and a gentle while? entourage, bro? Exactly. It's the um, but it wasn't. Uh, I I didn't. There was, but there was no need to find people to actually work the booth because between him and I and my dad, who's going to be there, the doc, the doctor. Uh, he. There's no need for anybody to be committed as a job to be there 
Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of felt like I was in the way at times last time anyway. Like, I was better off outside the booth just hanging out, making, you know, being pretty with my sticker on. That's the that's what I do, baby. <laughs> that's what Drew Baby do, baby. And I do espionage as well. <laughs> Ask the doc about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm waiting, 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 asking him what's the deal. Oh, I don't know yet. You know, leaving it up in the air. And, um, so we have a video loop of the laser process that we have that goes in the booth. Mm. Um, and the TV belongs to this guy. And so on Monday, on Halloween, which is five days before the convention, uh, at 11 p.m. So essentially now we're talking four days before the convention. It's less than a week. That's yeah. enough for me. Good, yeah, good way to put it. Less than a week before the convention, I hit him up, and I still haven't heard any plans. So I'm just like, hey, are you going to be there to help me set up, or should I um, grab the TV or from you beforehand, or what's up? And he's like, oh, hey, I don't think I can make it. I'm like, what? You're telling me Friday? this? Friday? <laughs> you're, you're, you're telling me this now that you can't make it? And mind you, it's not like he just told me. It was in response to me contacting him. And all I was trying to say was like, dude, you that puts me I would this would have been vital information a while ago, so that I realized that I'm not just asking people for help, that I actually need to hire somebody to to come work the booth with me. That I, I mean need... hella had you known long enough ahead of time, I could have probably gotten the whole fucking weekend. There you off, go. Dude. And he is just. I can't oh, do that now. Yeah, and he's because trying to because it's defend. four days before the two days before the convention, and he's trying to defend himself. Oh, I told you guys, I didn't know what was good and whatever, whatever. At this point, I'm already on the phone with my dad, telling him we're screwed because the only other person just bailed. And he's, I was very clear with you guys that I wasn't sure what was going on. Both me and my dad were under the impression that there was one day. He made it seem like it might not have even been that entire day mm. that he wouldn't be there. And so we were just waiting. Beat. Yeah, we were just waiting on to hear which day he wouldn't be available or what times he wouldn't be available with the assumption that the rest of the time he would be there. And I just trying to get just again, we both work for my dad. I'm the director of marketing and I brought him on. So I'm essentially his boss. We never had a conversation about that. We never had, you know, I'm not the one who signs his checks or anything like that. But yeah. he is working, I, I'm the project manager, so it were, for the marketing. I'll give you that. I'll and you so that. you work under me. And all I was saying is, when were you going to tell me this, man? Like, and just defending this, I have to, I have another job, I have kids, and I'm like, that's all well and good, dude, I don't care, I'm not telling you not to be busy, I'm not telling you any. I'm just saying you should have let me known, and apparently he had only found out that day, and even still, when you, it's 11 o'clock at night, you didn't find out right before I texted you, you found out at, sometime before at 5 o'clock, yeah, or sometime, <laughs> um, yeah, sometime before 5 p.m., and I didn't get a text saying, sorry, I didn't get back to you sooner. I just found out, da 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 Or even if you were planning to do it in the morning 
and I text you, and I say, dude, you're telling me this now? Oh, sorry, I was just found out today I was going to text you first thing in the morning. Would have been fine. And even after he was defending himself, giving me bullshit excuses, I'm a pragmatist, and I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Just, when can I grab the TV? He didn't take the out. Still trying to argue, still bringing up all this shit, and I'm just like, dude, who? what the fuck do you think this is? Like, you don't talk to me like this. I'm above you. You wouldn't talk to your boss like this in any other way. And just because it's more informal because we're a startup and I'm younger than you and I've come to you for help, that doesn't mean anything. And even if it did, all I'm saying is that I wish you would have communicated better. And you can't even give me that. And it just devolved into this horrible fucking thing. And then he starts insulting me personally and saying how I need to take the business more seriously and Such shit like that. Ridiculous. And it's like, dude, you haven't responded to me in two weeks. I have plans ready to meet with you and talk about. So even if that were true, you're not even in the position to be aware of that fact. And then he's like, he's threatening that I'm getting close to losing his help. So far, all he's done is hook us up with someone who can print stickers Something I never would have been able to do on my own. (laughs) And um, commit to visiting eight tattoo shops, which he hasn't done. I send him a list, and I sent him a handwritten list because I worked hard on doing all this stuff. And I had a lot of different notes, so it was easy to do it handwritten. I had everything completely organized, handwritten, clear form. And I sent him a picture for it with a text, if you need... A type version, I can send that to you. Just let me know. And then he brings up in the midst of the conversation, uh, you're an adult. I'm still waiting on the type version. I don't... Uh, yeah, you're an adult. I shouldn't have to chase you around for this. I was like, motherfucker, look at the transcript. It said, if you need. And you know what happened after that? Nothing. The next thing was me texting you, asking you about the TV this wow. very night. Wow. I didn't realize that. Wow. He's talking about, oh, you're you're fucking stoned when we're trying to do whatever, whatever, whatever. Which, I believe I talked about how there was a booth there where we got edibles. And I underestimated how much, how strong the edibles were. And I was a little more stoned than I should have been, granted I was working. But I... I was like, dude, yeah, that did happen. But you know what? I manned the fuck up and I apologized to my dad, which is all I'm asking from you now. And you still can't, whatever. And again, I was like, even if that were the case, you're still putting my dad in a Mm. shitty position who is not only giving you thousands of dollars of, of, of treatments for free, but is also paying you additionally to do all this stuff. Where do you get the fucking balls to threaten me for something that is not valuable? I gave you a list of shit to do. You didn't do it. You were supposed to get back to me on your availability for the weekend. You didn't do it. So what exactly am I losing? I was Mm. like, you're not going to fucking threaten me again. I'm a, a, a big guy in the proverbial way. I can get over it even still, even though you fucking showed your true colors and you're a little fucking crybaby girl who can't man the fuck up and just take responsibility for your own shit. 
I was, I'm still willing to move forward if he apologizes. I was like, if you want to do some real business instead of insult me like a fucking schoolgirl, you know how to reach us. And I left it at that. Like, I don't need that. I don't know who you think you are. I don't know what you think your worth is. But it's very little. We just fired some bitch who was scamming my dad and mm. is currently scamming my mom, but she won't listen to me. No shit. Um, yeah, this lady was supposed to be doing, like, taking care of all of our, like, SEO and, and all, like, the online stuff that's that's above my skill set beyond just making the website and maintaining a social media thing. Um and she's been working with us since we started, like in May, June-ish. And just like nothing. You can search safe and gentle uh, tattoo removal on Google. And, you know, most places there's a there's a Google Maps thing. Yep. It has the hours. It has yep. the directions, website. You can click just a call without even yeah. going to the website. That's what all I... And so convenient. And so a while back I had a meeting with my dad and he was talking about how this lady said that we need to add more uh something to the website to make it eligible for whatever 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 again this is out of my skill set so i don't know exactly and i'm just like well is she just telling you that that's what she's going to do or is she telling you that i need to do it because if i mean i could figure out how to do it but if I'm going to do it, what the hell are we paying her for? Word. What exactly is she doing? And it, it turns out, after that conversation, he asked her to clarify what she was doing. And she couldn't even answer. She couldn't even give an answer. My dad, not knowing shit about any of this, could tell she was bullshitting uh, when she gave the answer. And it's like, if he can tell and i could tell by the way my dad was relaying that information to me that she was bullshitting you would think if you're scamming somebody like that that you would have just a, a line as to what mm-hmm. you do that's all yeah, it was yeah, it's like what exactly yeah. he's just like and and he wasn't being aggressive he was just you know taking so what are the, you doing for yeah me? the honest position that he didn't know what he didn't understand this stuff so what exactly am i paying you for mm-hmm. she couldn't answer it and he probably didn't even word it that way. What am I paying you for? He probably is just straight up said, so what are you doing for me? Yeah. And, no, well, I your think... your dad is very calm like that. Yeah, you know? it, it was something along the lines of what exactly does this money buy there me or, okay, so, or there something like go. that. Yeah. And it was very, just a very... Uh, Benevolent uh, or yeah. ambivalent, whichever one it would be. I think ambivalent probably would apply better here. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. neutral either yeah. way. Just a very uh, uh, run-of-the-mill business question for someone who you're paying to do a service. Novel concept. Yeah. Novel concept. And so now we're working with this uh, this other company who already, they, they, they have a 96-hour Facebook campaign launch where you fill out a little form and they make a video for you. I have, like, all the raw... I, I usually go into the sessions... And do videos and pictures of the sessions. Uh, you can, if you go on, yeah, if you go on YouTube and search "safe and gentle tattoo removal," you'll see the video that we used from the Meadowlands Inked Out uh, and yeah. J uh, convention. And I mean, yeah, it's just basically a video or a montage of clips. Uh, so yeah, this company within 96 hours, you give them all the footage. And the information, the demographics, and they'll make a new video specifically for what your purpose is uh, and and put it on Facebook and, and take care of all of that. And 
so I don't, point being, we're not suckers. We're not going to keep you around just because you were around. And there are certain things we don't know. And successful people don't know how to do everything. Successful people know how to surround themselves with the right people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that both my dad and I are very good at. We know very quickly when people are bullshitting. And this motherfucker just made that list. You know, I'm not saying that we won't, we don't need somebody else. We might need to bring on somebody else. But, you know, at this point, we have a little bit, we have a few more clients after this convention. We'll definitely have a a lot more clients. And we will have the funds to actually pay somebody who will do it legitimately. And, uh... Don't don't settle for that shit, especially if you're you're. Uh, there's a lot of people now who are starting businesses and going off and doing their own thing, kind of like we're doing all really, kind of mm-hmm. like KRF is doing brooch, just things like that. And there, when when that happens, there's going to be an abundance of people looking to take advantage of people who don't either don't know what they're doing, don't have the money to do things properly or whatever the case may be and they'll try to take advantage of you and and you have to be very very that's showbiz baby yeah you gotta be (laughs) adamant about that stuff particularly if you're trying to sell a product like i've heard horror stories about like patent agencies and stuff like that and even just watching Shark Tank, you can hear some of the people on there tell how they got screwed over by the patent this, the manufacturer that, the co-packer yeah, that. Wrong it's, people. It, not the right people to be surrounded by. Yeah, it's a doggy dog world out there. So you gotta be careful. And we ain't no suckers. We're fucking real, motherfucker. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, anything else? We just wanted to check in with you guys, make sure you got, uh, got your money's worth since we had a shorter episode. Um, I don't know if I finished that shot, that thought, um, but yeah, that episode, uh, like I was saying, we could have gone on for at least Uh, another hour or two, but we were cut off by time, um, but we will, we will be continuing that type of conversation and that, that, uh, path of, of, inquiry and an area of discussion in the future so that is if no other episode there's one other series we have with uh andrew Bourne, our uh, resident yes. trump guy who will actually i guess he'll probably be the next episode yeah that makes sense um yeah. if i can convince him to to uh to get on within within the time that well uh, within a week we'll know if he's gonna need convincing or not well, <laughs> I want to bring him on either way. Yeah, I no, bring I him know. On either I way, know. and see, and just to you know, just as a as a complete thing, we talked to him during the primary season. We talked to him after the primary season, and uh, it'll just be interesting to talk to him after the election and see where things stand. If Trump wins, then. What he thinks about that? If Hillary wins, what he thinks about that? So maybe we'll give it a little bit of an episode or two, let some things play out, and, mm-hmm. and see. So we have some some stuff to actually draw reference to. Yeah. 
But this is going to be another one of those things where it's going to build upon a previous episode. So definitely check out ARP14. Also check out the Trump episodes. I think the first one trumped up was ARP04. That um, sounds about right. And then I think we did... I think he was 07 as well. If I'm I don't know. Just go fucking check it out. No, that sounds about right. <laughs> Uh, and uh, as always, you know how to get at us. We're um, on YouTube, iTunes, allreally.com. If you want the website to, uh, easy to remember to get to YouTube to our channel instead of just searching, we don't have enough views yet to get our own URL. Uh, same with uh-huh. iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how that even works, but we're smart. So, <laughs> if you want to find our YouTube channel, it's just tinyurl.com slash allreallyyoutube. If you want to find our iTunes channel, it's tinyurl.com slash allreallypodcast. And as always, we are, as we're expanding, our expenses increase. Uh, time is money as money well. Is time. <laughs> So please head to patreon.com slash allreallypodcast to set up a donation. Uh, It's a really non-invasive thing. You can pledge like five cents per post with a max of a dollar a month, things like that, instead of having to donate a chunk of money at once. It's really, uh, it's an easy, easy thing for you. It'll help us out a lot. And uh, all we want to do is continue bringing you the best shit. Yeah, and all around. Just from a physical standpoint, you know, just upgrading equipment, stuff like that, you know, from a very practical standpoint. Yeah. Be a big help. Definitely. So, until next time, we will see you on either November 15th or... Or no, November only has 30 days, right? Well, we've got something pretty big coming up that we might have to do a little something for. That we'll probably do a quick snippet for. Okay, word on. Word on. Um, because well, that'll be something I want to talk about specifically. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and if we have a guest, then that might not be as conducive. Agreed. But if nobody's Agreed. available, then... Agreed. We'll see. So we'll definitely this this will be add on for that one. That would be interesting. I don't know how how well he would do with that. Um, but like I said, I want to get this we'll out the before room. the. <laughs> I'll get. I want to get this out before the convention. So definitely, I'm going to work yeah. on that uh, over the next day or two, and then we will see you on the fifteenth. And I've been trying my best to post more stuff that I post to my personal account on Instagram. To the All Really Dudes account on Instagram in terms of, like, the pool shit and whatnot. Yeah, I'm always so, yelling at him. I'm like, dude, you're the one out there doing you interesting You don't need to shit. yell at me anymore because <laughs> I've caught up on it. But anyway, it's it's really cool to see the shit. So, look at the story. I mean, just because I'm always talking about it. I posted that video to our Facebook page the other day when me and Mike scoped those pipes with the friggin' GoPros, a friggin' stick, a sledgehammer, this, that, and the other. So I mean, just 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 check them out. Like, check out the stories, man. They're really they're interesting. Even if they're only ten seconds of my life at a time, I got something for you if I'm posting it. That's the thing. I've got a lot of like personal self image problems, man. I ain't <laughs> posting shit like that unless I think <laughs> it's got to go through a lot of filters first. Is my point. <laughs> <laughs>
Figurative filters. So we are... Hashtag no filter. <laughs> so we are ramping things up on all fronts. Right, there and... we go. Yeah. That might be a shower. And our upstairs neighbor just turned the shower on, so we... Fuck will... you very much. <laughs> we will take that as our cue. Thank you, as always. Thank you to all of our Instagram followers. Thank you to all the people who like us on Facebook. Thank you especially to those of you who interact. Uh, it's huge. I mean, likes are awesome, but I post None things... None of it's taken for granted, yeah. Absolutely not. But I post things. Uh, I want to get conversations started. I want you guys to be talking amongst, amongst each other. So don't be afraid to comment... Uh, don't feel bad if you comment and I don't immediately respond. It's because I'm hoping somebody else will. That's a really good point. Um, and, uh, lastly, if you do subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube, it is huge. It is huge for us to get, uh, ratings and reviews, so... Make it happen, Captain. Whether it's iTunes, give us uh, five stars and just leave a little review. Love you guys. This is awesome. Just anything. Anything helps. If it's on YouTube, thumbs up. You give us a little, little finger, do it. Yeah, and that too. Give us shit where we need to, to take our shit. All <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all it's same with the uh, Instagram and Facebook stuff. If mm-hmm. you see something mm-hmm. we post you don't necessarily don't agree with, don't just scroll by it. <laughs> Tell me why you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, word Tell up. Tell me why it's it's not good. Word up. And I guess that's the end of the shower. And the end of the show. Later. <laughs>